all right, this is the scheme. Put the CBD droplets in your cup. We're keeping it legal and crisp up in here. Maddie G, what is up? Talk to us. What's up, guys? How are you? All right. Maddie G, I want to know, is it possible to re- be original in 2020? Fuck no, man. That's why we're making this podcast, bro. It's impossible to be original nowadays. Yeah, I tried to film a TikTok the other day, and then I just ended up doing the Renegade again like it was three months ago. Yeah, I feel you on that one, man. Let, let me ask you something, Gianno. What? Do you feel like social media has, like, taken away your ability to focus? I pee sitting down. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you on that. What you scroll through, Instagram, Twitter, or just whatever. Bruh, Pinterest, baby. I, I got to keep up with these meals out here every day. <laughs> you making craps and shit? Yeah, bro. Got to. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I do know about uh, quality television for children. <laughs> Wait, what? That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do know how to make a right angle with a protractor. I'm on it. I'm ready. I know what cookies are good. I know how to make it with gluten-free allergies in mind. <laughs> what was the last thing you baked, like, in the oven? In the oven? Yeah. Oof. Oof. A nice, very tasteful Trader Joe's microwavable thing. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't know what it was. It was like rice. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. How about you, focus-wise? What is it like? Dude, I can't stay focused worth the shit, man. This online school and stuff, like, I just be marking myself present in these chat rooms, and then I'm back on my phone, I'm scrolling through Instagram, I'm deep in a, in TikTok, and doing all kinds of stuff i don't really focus in on anything anymore i'll be honest i don't even use tiktok anymore bro <laughs> <laughs> i just i just saw that they were not letting people use it in the in the like high stakes government they were saying that china is looking at your stuff i was just like man nah bro i don't need to be out here doing the the nay nay the dab i don't need to be doing that out here <laughs> But, like, is that why you stopped using it? Or, like, did you just get tired of it? Because you've had it since it was musically, right? Yeah, I have had it since it was musically. But I, I, I really did like it. And I would keep doing it, honestly. But I don't want to be like, man, why is there someone using my credit card in China? And they're like, oh, because you wanted to do dabs all day and impress people in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, I don't know if it's. Maybe it's just fear, bro. Maybe the fear is why I'm not doing it. Maybe I'm scared of the Chinese. Maybe I know they're out there working harder than I am every day in the textbook, in their violin. What are they doing? They've been telling me that since I was in seventh grade. They're like, Giano, you're so lazy. The Chinese are passing you up. I'm like, really? They know about Giano over there in China? They seen me? Yeah, man. I remember hearing that even when I was younger, too, like that China was coming for us. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess I didn't like see it as kind of something that could happen until like now. Is it a reasonable fear though? I mean, I I feel like it is. But like, how much should fear drive you as a person? 
I don't know. I guess it comes down to like, do you think fear is is a good or bad thing? Yeah, I think I think you have to be in touch with it at all times, honestly. Because if you don't like know where your edge is at, then you're not really living. I feel like. Yeah, and I do think there's such thing as healthy fear. Mm-hmm. For sure. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? Because like I, fear protects you in in certain ways. Like if you're ways. out, if you're out strolling through the woods, like mm-hmm. a fear of what's out there kind of keeps you on your toes, keeps your head on a swivel, makes you look around, be alert. True, true. If something does come at you, then you're you're prepared, like you're ready. You know what I mean? But at the same time, part of like surviving in general is just like having to be in touch with that fear. Like you have to go out and hunt. You can't just like stay around. Like, where your little hut was, if we're talking like back in the caveman days, you had to go out and search for that water buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. You can't let fear hold you back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just got to start a podcast in 2020 when you know everyone else is trying as well. But you know you're better because you got Manny G on the wild side every day, (laughs) 24-8. All day, every day, baby. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Leap year included. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> no days off. Do you think you're in touch with your fear? Do I think I'm in touch with my fear? Probably not, because I think sometimes fear holds me back. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, adamant about always being in touch with it. But I think it'd be better if I was more in touch with it, honestly. Yeah. Like, when you first asked out your first girl what what was it like were you scared about it or what what was it yeah i i was definitely scared i think it's a it's a fear of rejection mm-hmm. like you're scared what's gonna happen if she says like nah i'm not about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. well that's fun right that's like when you were feeling alive yeah it, that that rush there's nothing like it mm-hmm. not at all yeah i mean i think the the moment of like a hundred percent fear is the same. Like, you know how water, like the freezing point and the melting point is 32 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that with, with fear. It's almost like the same, like that point of release yep. is almost the same as like maximum fear. Like when you're, when you jump out of a plane. Yeah. Like that split second where your feet leave the edge of the plane is like the the moment of maximum fear, but then it's also the moment of like relief because like there's nothing you can do. You're already jumping. You know what I mean? You're already off the plane. You're already off the metal. Like you're going to do it no matter what. Yeah, so absolutely. So enjoy that experience of like free falling so who do you think like nowadays takes advantage of that and like finds the right way to do it like who's your role model right now or who was your first role model that's even more interesting my first role model i mean growing up in san antonio and being a huge basketball fan timmy d 
Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with Timmy D. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> he wasn't mine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet he wasn't yours, but I mean, I kind of liked him because he was. I mean, obviously a good basketball player, but mm-hmm. you know, he was uh, a down to earth kind of guy, humble kind of guy. I, I like that about him. I don't even know if I have one now that I think about it. Yeah, that that's was crazy. probably my first like solid role model. Who do you think it would be today, like if you were ten? If I was ten years old today. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm I'm honestly I'm trying to think someone in sports because like I really don't know who it would be like outside of sports. I know if I was ten today, and if I, if it was just me growing up at ten, it'd probably be one of these YouTubers. Honestly, that had like a bunch of girls, like Logan Paul or something. I don't know, but like who it should have been was like some author that wrote an inspirational book to me, but it wouldn't have been because I'm ten and I didn't care. <laughs> Yeah, when you're 10, you don't really, you don't care. You're just like, who's got, who could help me have a good time? That's it. Yeah, who's who, who's going to show me how to throw the best parties with the best music mm-hmm. and have all the, all the girls there? Because 10, you're like, dude, it's going to be live, bro. They don't even know what I'm going to do when I'm 15. <laughs> <laughs> bro, can you imagine if, like, we were 10 with, like, little Uzi Vert? Mm-hmm. And shit like that. What a wildin'. Six nine and stuff, bro. My mom would have slapped the shit out of me. The one I when I first like, what was the first like rated R funny movie you saw? Because back then, that's what we had. Like, it wasn't like we weren't all on YouTube, you know. Yeah, it was just like going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw Super Bad, I was just like, "What? You could just goof around and be like as explicit as you want to be." I was just like, "This is this is what I want to do for sure." <laughs> yeah. How about you? What was the first rated R comedy you saw? Honestly, I don't really, I don't remember what the first rated R comedy. Or like I party saw. movie. That's what I mean. Like just like the goal of like, oh, we're going here. We're gonna have a great time here. Let's do our best to make this happen. You know. Oh man, I don't know. I'm going blank, man. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But but that's what you would be thinking about when you were ten, right? Wouldn't you? Yeah, say? like like partying and the best music and the girls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like now, these influencers have like their own houses, like the hype house for TikTok, and they like invite all the people over and like they got the girls and whatever that come over and they do videos and stuff and they're like killing it on TikTok. Like that's yeah. obviously dope, and that would be like the ideal probably right now. I would assume. Yeah, I, I I think so. You know, I, I got a little brother, and he's around that age, and that's who he really – he likes all those YouTubers and TikTok people. Like, that's who he looks up to, I feel like. And that's cool, but, like, looking back at it now, I wouldn't say that that would be a good idea to look up to, though, right? Yeah, because then like, you hear all these stories about these people, like, their lives, like, hitting the fan, and you don't really know what to think after that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you've seen this story before, you know? Yeah, it just keeps on repeating itself. That's interesting, man. You kind of think like, man, 
when I was 10, I really should have probably been reading or just listening to older people a little bit more. Yeah, you should be looking for someone who can provide you with that that experience, that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you, you're not looking for that at 10. <laughs> yeah, you're not looking for anything remotely close to that at 10. You're looking for the the best new video game or the coolest new toy or... You kind of desire too much, right? You're not so content with who you are as as a person, right? Wouldn't you yeah. say? And that kind of leads me to think, like, when did you learn to, like, want to, like, strive to be content with yourself and not desire too much and not to be, like, too thirsty or whatever? When did you want to, like, chill down and be cool? Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. For me, it was, like when I could tell that my older cousins were like kind of annoyed with me a little bit, it kind of made me look at myself and be like, you know, what, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like, am I a little over the top all the time? Like, do I just need to sit back and listen? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like when someone kind of checks you when you're talking too much, that's what really makes you sit back and listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once you start listening and you grasp a little bit of knowledge from somebody else, then you start looking around to other people and seeing like, what can I grab from this person or this person? And then that's how you start like stitching your personality together. You take a trait that you like from somebody and you try to include that in your style and your charisma. Mm -hmm. And then you might take a different trait from another person and try to include that in your style and your charisma. And you just start pulling little bits and pieces from other people together and making yourself. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just like everyone tries to emulate someone else. And that's that's what we started on this podcast. (laughs) It's hard (laughs) to be original in 2020. Because think about how many people have been on this earth. Like no matter what you think, when you think the earth started, you either think the earth is a thousand years old or a billion years old. Either way, if it's a few thousand years old, that's still a lot of people that have gone through this same journey. And everything repeats itself in some form. Yes, his, history is, is constantly repeating itself. Yeah, it's just a different way. We're going through more advanced technology, obviously. And I think sometimes there are certain outliers in technology that create a new event that hasn't before been seen. And I do think that for me, I didn't really know when I decided to be chilling cool because I don't think I'm still there, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's kind of like you got to have the first person that makes you... listen like who's who's who gains your respect enough as a kid and when you have the knowledge to know that there's someone to be respected above you yeah i mean obviously like when you're a little kid you're taught to like respect your parents or whatever but that's not really the same it's like a given you know yeah that's that's a given that's exactly what i was gonna say it's just like a given i feel like it has to be an older person who you know, not super old, older than you, obviously mm-hmm. experienced more things than you, but just it has to be someone that you enjoy spending time with, but a person that cares about you enough to like to check you, you know what I'm saying, to put you in your place a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's who you first start trying to like pick their brain a little bit, learn something. Who was that first person for you? 
Uh, probably you and um my other cousin. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, I think that's a a bad star for you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 it's good. We all kind of need to because I was like what a few years older than you at that point. Like I was having, I know a little bit more at that point, but. Yeah, you you know a little bit more, and you've experienced a little bit more, but you're you're relatable. Mm-hmm. I think I'd you seen know? so much of myself in you that I was just like, man, I was just that annoying myself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you know that same thing keeps passing itself on. Like I see a lot of myself in my younger brother, and I think that he's annoying as shit sometimes. But mm-hmm. you know, I see myself. Yeah, and you can I empathize see- with that. Yeah, I can I can empathize with that a lot for sure. I can see myself making those same mistakes, being a little annoying, being a little over the top. You know, but I know it's going to be cool that one day when he realizes that he just needs to take a step back and learn. And it's kind of you got to be ready to hear that advice cuz that m- advice might have even been there for you before you even took the time to listen to it. And that's kind of like is it even possible to change someone's mind? Like, I know we're so divided as a country and such, but it's in general, like the ears have to be ready to listen. Yeah. You can be trying to drill a new concept or a new idea into someone's head over and over and over and over again. But honestly, until they're ready to accept it, nothing will really happen. Right. They have to be willing to accept it and willing to um, investigate that idea or that moral, that principle for themselves in order for any kind of change to take place. It's kind of like when you put on a song in like a group car and you're and like, you, you know, that there's one guy in the back that's just like, nah, bro, I didn't find it myself. So just don't bop. Yeah, it's like... I- you know, I kind of <laughs> I kind of hate those people that like if you're listening to a song and they're like, "Man, I put you on this song." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whatever, bro. Like it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Who cares who cares if you put me on it or not? Like, I like it. Like, why can't we just enjoy it together? Mhm. And like, do those people really think that they were the first person ever to listen to that song? No. Right. You know what I mean? It's just it's annoying. Like if me and all my friends are jamming out to a song in the car, like that one guy that's like, I didn't find this on my own, so I'm not going to vibe to it. Like he's just mm-hmm. missing out, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like he's not enjoying it with us. He's just, he's missing out on, on a good moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It all goes back to that, that ego, right? Like you just want, it's like when you're young, you want, you desire a lot and you think that everything should work out for you, but, and then this guy is still in that stage, right? He's just the same age. Yeah. I think we you all know, can develop, though, in our own pace, but I don't think everyone does. Yeah, I think everyone's journey is obviously, like, on a different timeline. But I think a lot of times what happens, especially with young kids, like, they desire so much to be the cool guy or to be cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, in, in a lot of ways, it makes them, like, more annoying. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're trying to push themselves out there too much or they're they're saying too much. They're trying to be too funny. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to, to be the first one on that new album or that new song and, like, telling everybody about it when it's just, like, chill out, man. Like, just enjoy experience. You know what I mean? 
bro, that's still me like a few years ago, honestly. Like when I remember when I was like on Billy Eilish like semi early, I would say. And then yeah. everyone got on and I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> nah, yeah. bro. Y'all wasn't there while we was on the mixtape or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there when she opened at that one EDM festival, bro. <laughs> right. You wasn't there when she was at the bottom of the list, man. <laughs> yeah. And then she's all big first album. You're like, man, this album ain't even as good as the first one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't even hear that, you didn't hear that SoundCloud shit, man. <laughs> how about how bad is it when like you're you're on an album the first week and then honestly I still kind of feel that resentment, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I still hear people talking about an album three weeks after it came out and be like, man, it's been out, bro. What was you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean I I feel you on that. I feel you on the resentment, but like mm-hmm. at the same time. Like sometimes it's not a person's fault. Like they're doing other shit, or they just don't mm-hmm. have time, and like yeah. they get to it late, and then you're like, "Man, whatever." This dude don't even know, but in reality, like he just took a while to get to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How how often are you like on something early, and you don't think even think it's that good, and then a few weeks later, like builds and builds, and you're like, "Oh damn, people actually thought that was good," and you're like, "What?" Like, 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 say a movie came out of in the first week, or like nowadays Netflix. If you're on it, like as soon as it drops, but it like builds because the algorithm keeps putting it in people's feeds, and you, yeah, people are like, "Oh, this is so dope!" And you're like, "Dude, I saw it the first week, and it was not good." <laughs> <laughs> it's like some no no name movie. It's like not even rated. It's like twenty percent on everyone's account, and then like the next week, it's like the number one movie on Netflix. Yeah, like you remember that show you on Netflix about that like killer guy who was like obsessed with like uh one girl and he just like eventually like stalked her and stalked her. That show was on Lifetime before and it had like one million viewers and then once it dropped on Netflix, it had like twenty million viewers. That's insane, bro. I think sometimes it just has to do with like the platform of of which you see something. Hmm. Imagine or, like, if you. Turn that show on on Lifetime though. Like the first time it came out, you're like, "This show's garbage, bro." <laughs> you're like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> I feel like imagine if you were like back in the day in like the '70s, your like first week Star Wars. You're like, "I'll go see this spaceship, bro. It's gonna be <laughs> live, bro." And then you're in the middle. You're like, "What are these droids walking around for? This is terrible. I'm gonna leave." <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, did you? Can you imagine being the fucking guy that walked out of Star Wars, bro? He was just like, this is garbage. I know. You're like, dude, this is a straight bathroom break. Then you're in the toilet. You're like, I ain't going back in, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I got better things to do, bro. (laughs) And then a few years go by, they make another one and then another one. And then they're like, man, how, how far can they really take this, bro? We're in 2020 and they're still making fucking Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would have been that dude though, because this quarantine that we're in right now is like not enough for me to put on the newest Star Wars. <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I honestly, I was trying to, because I hadn't seen all the all the Star Wars movies. If I'm being honest, you know, right. And I was trying to like go back and watch them, and man, those first couple of movies were rough, bro. I I thought I was gonna get into it. It was hard for me to get into it. Mm-hmm. I it's was hard. just like, 
Man, we were working with some bullshit technology back in the day, bro. I started watching them, I think, when the newer ones came out. Like, not the newest ones, but, like, the, the second stage of them, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was just like, this is cool. This is cool. And then, but I was young. And obviously, it's not cool. Like, if you if you watch it when you're, like, 20 or 18 or whatever, even 16, you're like, no, nah, this ain't cool, bro. <laughs> No, see, but then you got some dads that are out here, bro, that that swear by Star Wars, got posters and shit. Yeah, if you saw when you were like 10, you're like, dude, this is live. And you could still tuck yourself into it being live because you're like, oh, when I was 10, it was cool. Yeah, so you're like, I got I got to see all of it now. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because it, it brings you that joy from like from when you were a kid. It's interesting, man, because yeah. like. Even back then, like when I was younger, I saw the older ones. I was just like, dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just, I mean, like, I get that you need to see those old ones to get the whole story, but like, those old ones, like, they suck, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's not even that the pace is slow, so, so slow. It's just, it's just not that interesting of a style, I guess, because it's so like far fetched, even. Even now, you're just like thinking about it. You're like, "What? They where are they at? Why yeah. at a bar in the space? <laughs> like, pe- these 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 dudes don't got better stuff than booze, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, is weed illegal in Star Wars? <laughs> just kidding. You know, you're like, how come my boy Vader ain't, ain't smoking some booth? You know what I'm saying? I know, bro. I'm just confused. I'm just like, is this made for children? Are you sure, man? This seems real <laughs> soft, bro. <laughs> you don't got anything running through that mask. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you see shows that are made for children. You're like, dude, these people are wild, bro. I don't even know if I'm fit to watch this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like stuff just keeps getting more and more lax. And then, like... Mm-hmm. It just it's making kids more corrupt at an earlier age. You know what I'm saying? Like PG thirteen movies now, bro, like have a few like borderline sex scenes and a lot of cussing and it I just feel like it keeps getting more and more lax. Yeah. I feel like you. what's accept what's acceptable, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's just less barriers now because you know you like everything on YouTube is crazy. Yeah, YouTube is so bad. Like, I'm surprised that people are getting mad at them for taking videos down. Now they're like, this is not a free internet. Like, y'all didn't deserve that, bro. See what y'all did with it? (laughs) I know. Like, YouTube is such, like, a useful tool for people. But now you got, like, all these weirdos putting all these bad videos on there. And then a kid clicks one wrong video and he's down this rabbit hole of just, like, nastiness Mm -hmm. and if he's a young kid you know he doesn't know any better and he's watching all this shit that's way too too much for his little brain you know yeah and you think like that's cool because it's like oh this is the craziest stuff i've ever seen but really there are people that are have had all that out there and they know what's up they've been through those experiences and they could tell you better but they don't know because no one talks to anybody Yeah, everything's like behind closed doors now. Mm-hmm. Like he's not telling his mom, "Mom, I'll be checking out them this wildness out there." Yeah, like 
when you're a little kid, you see something crazy, like so out of this world and you keep it to yourself. Your first mm-hmm. thing is not to go tell your mom. <laughs> That's funny, right? Yeah. Like you would think the the person that made you would be like, oh, like, of course they understand what I'm going through. They were like me once, but now nah, you're like, I'm not talking to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, now looking back, it makes perfect sense like when i was a little kid why didn't i go tell my mom about all the crazy shit or tell my dad about all the crazy stuff that was happening in my life Mm because like obviously he's been through something similar you know he's been on the planet way longer than i have Mm -hmm. but no anytime you experience something that's like emotionally stressful or like scary or different your instinct is to keep it to yourself i find that so weird you know what's a weird concept though to think about this is it's loosely related is the fact that there's a such thing as dad jokes. Like how much does that weigh on a kid's mind? Like maybe this guy doesn't know what's up because all he does is like say these weird jokes that don't make any sense. Nobody be laughing. He don't know what's up. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that dad jokes is a category is kind of like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like if anything, dad should have the best jokes because they know about everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're watching TV, you're like, this guy got on TV, got better jokes than my pops. So you're yeah. like, of course, I'm going to listen to the TV guy, you know? Yeah. But at on the other side of the spectrum, your dad doesn't say anything like the guy on TV because, like, either his morals don't allow him to say something like that or he thinks he shouldn't say something like that. Mm-hmm. And also, your pops didn't get paid a like a few grand to write these jokes in some writer's room, you know? Yeah, your your pops is trying to make a living to support you and he's trying to teach <laughs> you what's right. His job isn't to make you laugh. I know we talk about this all the time, but we like still don't know what our parents do. We're just like, I don't know how this, who's paying my guy? Who's paying him? I want to know. Who's paying my mom? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I just feel like like, how are these jobs essential? Like, a computer can't do this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. And then you you toy around your phone a little bit. You're like, my phone ain't worth nothing, bro. Because you want to chuck it, like, two years. Every two yeah. years, right? Like, you're just like, this technology, I see why my mom and dad got a job, bro. This thing is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, every two two years, a new phone comes out with way better software way better upgrades and you're like i gotta get that one you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but your mom then and dad all- they could be adapting they could like adapt to new tasks you know yeah then all of a sudden the phone that you had two years ago that was the best thing ever is now dog shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's the thing that's different about us is a, a generation like no one's gonna i don't think i don't really don't think we're gonna look back on past iphones as like that special like people looking back on vinyl nowadays or whatever. Yeah. I don't see that like, happening with us. Yeah, I don't see that happening either because we're always looking for like bigger and better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think in 20, 30 years, 40 years maybe when there's like holographic phones and stuff, you know? Like I don't think there's going to be a wave of people that are like, nah, man, let's make iPhones again. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think those are ever going to come back full circle. Yeah, I don't see that. And you know what's weird is like we're talking about how history repeats itself and like so does fashion to a degree. 
Yeah. And like obviously vintage t-shirts is like the thing right now. And just like weird obsession with the 90s. Like why are people wearing Nirvana shirts? Like do they really jam to it all in the reg or are they just listening to, to um, the box by <laughs> Roddy Rich? I'm just kidding. Yeah, man. Like you got these, these weird groups of kids, man, that are dressing in the, um, what do you call the, the Doc Martens and mm-hmm. the skinny jeans and the Nirvana shirts, but they're listening to Roddy Rich in their, in their Civic on the mm-hmm. way to school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, it's like cultures are mixing, but not in a way that makes any sense. Like mm-hmm. wearing a Nirvana shirt is a culture, not listening to the music. It's like it's two separate cultures. And the weird thing is like our music, like obviously hip hop is like the dominant genre right now. So it's like sample infused like from like other times in music because I guess the producer was just like, nah, I don't got nothing for y'all. He just looks like I'm yeah, gonna like throw, of... throw this nine inch nails drum beat in there. Like that was literally like a nine inch nails banjo was on Old Town Road. Yeah, like a lot of old like a lot of hit songs now are sampling like these old songs. It's just like it's all coming back full circle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any People out there, as soon as that banjo comes on, they're like, man, I know that banjo from somewhere a long <laughs> time ago. <Yeah. laughs> That'd be funny. That's like some random Nine Inch Nails song. Some dude's out there like, dude, he stole it from Trent. <laughs> <laughs> this random gay black kid, like, so so dope that that's a, a type of person that could like uh, succeed, right? Yeah, for sure. That is the one thing that progresses, though, I would say, that doesn't repeat itself. It's like we keep getting better in, uh, at least in America, we do. We keep getting ma- better in, like, civil rights and stuff. I'll say that. Yeah, that, that keeps, like, progressing. I don't see us ever, like, turning back on that kind of stuff. I mean, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, too, but I'm just, I, think, I don't think I... it would happen again. I think a lot of it too, though, comes with like being a rich country and like you don't have, you, you just like realize like, oh, I'm fed. I, I shouldn't like hate the man next to me. I shouldn't hate my neighbor, you know? Yeah, de- definitely. Because if you're like you're a poor guy in like Libya, it's easy to hate the guy next to you. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know, you don't really have anything to look forward to. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> fuck that guy. Mm hmm. Yeah, but, like, if you're living in, like, a suburban, you know, neighborhood here in the state, and, you know, everyone's lawn is mowed, and you got trash and recycling pickup, and everyone's (laughs) friendly, and you got moms and walking their dogs and babies on strollers and stuff, you know, there's not really a lot of hardship, you know, what do you have to be upset about? Exactly, like, how how are you going to be a rich racist? I don't get that. Yeah, Imagine that. Like, I don't understand that either. Like, how can you be rich and be so? Like, how can you? Like, how can you even get over it? Like mentally, like to hate the guy next to you. I know. If I had like honestly, if you have a like two two like maybe one billion, let's just say one billion dollars, you're not gonna like worry about much. No, no way. Even like ten mil, honestly. Right. 
Yeah, I, I feel that way. That's enough to like be, you know what? Everybody cool. <laughs> Dude, even like, even before the money, man, like if you're in a chilling neighborhood and like you don't really have that much to worry about, like everyone's already cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, so then when you have all that added, like, luxury and money like everyone better be cool you can't afford to be racist what do you mean like like right now like i don't have 10 mil just sitting somewhere you know what i mean right like i'm just i'm chilling with everybody though i'm not racist by any stretch of the imagination you know what i mean true i'll vouch for that I, I got friends from all different cultures all different ethnicities like it doesn't matter to me you know what i'm saying yeah but to me, if you're going to be one of these, like, high-level people, a lot of money, you got a big business, like, especially nowadays, you can't be racist. You'll get drilled for that kind of shit. I know. That's why I don't get, like, why people say, like, nice guys finish last. Like, what are you talking about, bro? If you're out here being a, a mean person when everybody could see and you're rich and you've got that platform, it's not going to go good for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's something that we get in the way of business, too. Like, if you know someone's mean on the other side, like, mean, mean, like, publicly mean. Like, I'm sure there's people that are terrible, but, like, privately. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you said you can't afford to be mean in public, you know? Yeah, you, you can't. You'll get, you'll get stomped on for that nowadays, bro. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why all these companies that are like, oh... You know, like we back everybody, we, we're taking care of everybody, we're trying to give you the best experience possible, it doesn't matter where you are, where you come from, these companies that will hire anybody, no discrimination on who's working for them, who's, who are the people like supporting, supporting them and representing them, like those are the companies that are making it nowadays, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, or at you least can't... they're trying to present that perception. Yeah, at least they're trying to display that in some sort of way because you can't be closed off nowadays. Yeah, like every Super Bowl ad this year was like very positive towards the community or just showing how they could help you if you were a person that was oppressed or down, you know? Yeah. You don't want to seem like a mean company, which is good. What do you think about like people talking about the 90s in a like a positive way like if if it's reminds like someone of being when like if you're an older person and you are thinking about the 90s it may not be the most positive thing you know yeah because if you're an older person you're like man the 90s that's when all the dumb young kids started taking over and and shit really started hitting the fan you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm but right now, if you're thinking about the 90s and you're kind of like in that middle age group of where like the 90s was the happening time, you know? Yeah. That's a time period that brings you like joy. You know what I mean? That's when technology was really starting to like to hit the ground. You know what I mean? Like just the whole computers and Google and then eventually like iPhone and all that started taking off like later. Mm hmm like apple and stuff yeah for sure man that's like that that time dude everything that we think about now is about some corporation that made it big at that time yeah except for like facebook now obviously yeah <laughs> facebook's like that one for us right 
would you say? Yeah, I feel like. They ended up buying Instagram like early. Yeah, definitely Facebook. <laughs> you sleepy on me, Maddie G, bro? <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's, it's late out here in the recording hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, let's see it to one more thing then, bro. All right, but I'm gonna have to edit that out, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? We, yeah. This is the scheme, bro. We told people <laughs> to put their CBD droplets in the cup. This is a late night podcast, though. Let's be honest. This is when you, you, you're you sitting down, you're with your girl, you told her put it, something comfy. You're with whoever you are, your partner, anybody. Put on something comfy, put the, CB drop, the CBD droplets in. Know that Maddie G and Gianno got you covered through this night, this evening. <laughs> and you might you not put- finish it tonight. Wake up tomorrow morning. We still here for you, bro. <laughs> You know, even if you're turning on me and my boy Giano to to fall asleep, I'm cool with that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let it ride. We gonna ease <laughs> you in, tuck you in. Just think of me and Manny G, even though you have no idea what we look like. <laughs> Just think of me and him in a straight way, in a gay way, in a bison, <laughs> all the ways you want to think about. Live your best life. Even if you're straight, maybe just be a little, you know, it's 2020, baby. We keep it original, but not original at the same time. <laughs> we keep it original, even though we started a podcast today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you could, any podcast probably lets you take it offline. Like, take off the social media, just ease in. We're here every week coming to you. Unless one of us, you know, gets... The COVID-19, bro, then we're going to be coughing, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What what else do you want to talk about, Manny G? We got to talk about something original, bro. Something off the dome. Man, off the dome, man. Off the dome is I'm tired of you sleeping on me, bro. <laughs> Bruh, I ain't sleeping on you, man. It's just... Yeah, all right. Let's take it into high gear as we head out. Because I, I literally opened up with like Manny G on the wild side. <laughs> this guy, like, yeah, 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 for sure. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> man, to everyone that's listening, man, trust me, I'm pretty wild. I just, you you got me in a tired moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, bro. I didn't, I, I, didn't like get my, I didn't get my CBD today. I think it is supposed to help you ease, though, honestly. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that, though? I really didn't think about that until, like, that's the only thing that's, like, like legal that is, like, cool, but also, like, at the same time, like, a healthy thing now. Like, it's kind of like a kick. Yeah. A health kick. Like, you're, I know your grandpa's sick and stuff, and he'll take a little bit of the crema, the CBD crema. <laughs> He calls it the marijuana cream. You gotta love it though, dude. It's like it's kind of cool, but it's it's like it helps out old people. That's dope. Yeah, bro. You got all these old people now that that are that are digging it. I mean, can you imagine being? I, I would be really upset. Like, imagine going through like the sixties and like everybody you thinking like, oh, we're gonna legalize everything, bro, for sure. And it's twenty twenty. You're like, what? All I got is the CBD crema. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
the sixties, like all the hippies and stuff, they were like, Bro, imagine the two thousands. Weed's gonna be legal, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Then like they hopped in a time machine and they were like, What the fuck? Weed still isn't legal yet. <laughs> they landed in the right state, it is. <laughs> Bro, they're like, y'all are still rubbing y'all cells with the CBD? (laughs) That's all y'all got. (laughs) That's it, bro? A shop that has a green cross on it? What the hell? (laughs) They're popping up everywhere, bro. (laughs) People saw CBD becoming legal in Texas, and they were like, yo, we need to hop on it. (laughs) Honestly, it's probably just for the future, like, I can't even believe Texas is such like a lone state, a lone star state, as they call it. Funny enough, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> yeah. "We're gonna keep that illegal for sure." Like, of course, people in the country like to party, dude. Like, they don't have no law. They're like, "It's been legal, bro." You see that grass, bro? The coppers ain't checking. Play it. <laughs> no, yeah, like, like I feel like I'm the countries where all the illegal shit kind of happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you got a lot of crime in the city, but, like, you can keep shit really low-key out of the country. All right. Nobody's really watching you. Those, those like, that's, like, a life I don't understand, like, being out there. That'd be interesting, right? Yeah, for sure. But we're all the same, bro. That's what we're trying to say, honestly. Like, if 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 it comes down to it, like, yeah, we get blessed with different genetics gen- than the next guy, and like, you could be born with a deficiency or even something to make you awesome. But it's it just affects you differently. Like, I don't know how people can't empathize with that. Yeah, because like, if you strip away like the genetic differences or like crazy messed up past experiences if you take people like if i grew up in your environment and you grew up in my environment like how different would we be yeah we would be super different Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like when you like see someone talking to you across like like you're sitting across with someone do you ever think like how what 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 drew this person to become this person do you ever think that yeah, like sometimes sometimes it makes you like stop and really admire a person and then sometimes it's like dang, like I feel sorry for them, you know what I mean? Mhm. But how much like should we take that into consideration when like obviously you can't take that into consideration when you're prosecuting someone for a crime or anything cuz you're just like, oh, I can't really feel that much empathy cuz you did this. But like, yeah, obviously something drew him to do that or her. Or whatever Definitely. they them, <laughs> yeah. That's wild. It's insane, man. How about the funny thing about text, and that's like so prevalent now. It's just you can't really get that energy, bro. It's crazy. No, yeah, you can't. Like, text is so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. It's also super hard to, like, convey your personality of the text. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe people just slide in the DMs, like, and that's good enough. Like, girl, let me FaceTime you real quick. You know what I'm saying? I got to see, are you slouched over? Are you chilling? What are you doing? Do you got a dog? What is it? 
Yeah, you Something. outside right now? You you watering the grass? Mm-hmm. You waking up every morning going, yeah, it's the grass. That's the grass. Bermuda. Bermuda. <laughs> How chill are you? Yeah. That's like it's everything. Like if you see someone like in there all linked over, you're like, what's wrong with his back? <laughs> yeah, bro, like, go ahead. People are trying to like get with girls based off of how they put themselves forth on the gram, bro. Like that's crazy. <laughs> right. Like, you can make yourself look like someone completely different on an Instagram profile. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I could portray myself as like a SoundCloud rapper kind of dude, or I could portray myself as an artsy guy that lives in the woods in Oregon, or I could mm-hmm. portray myself as literally anything I wanted to on the gram. Mm-hmm. And you know, like girls can do the same thing. And you've got all these guys trying to hit up these these sexy girls or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like they don't even know if they fuck with their personality or not, bro. She could be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She could be completely out of her damn mind. But you got these guys sliding in the DMs like, "Hey, girl, you want you want to grab some dinner or something?" Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you have cr- never you have never met that girl in your life, player. <laughs> this is true, man. I don't get it. There's so much like I do want to know like how does she react to certain things like how does she sit down honestly how do you sit down it's very interesting because like we all have like technology neck we're all linked over but I want to see that you you rose above gravity a little bit you know shoulders back <laughs> yeah bro like like I prefer to like I would prefer to meet someone like you know, as weird as it sounds, like at school or at a job or at some kind of group I'm involved in, because in those kinds of settings, you can see how a person responds to certain situations. You know what I mean? I feel you, but I think that kind of goes back to what we started with, bro, is that we started with talking about fear and how it could be put you on that edge. And I think if you're out in a different scenario, that maybe that's not your job, not your school. Not something that you'd already be at. It allows you to come outside your comfort zone and be on the edge and find someone like really new and a different perspective that you can't even imagine. That is true. You could find a girl that is like in your eyes perfect that you've never met before. But I mean, what are the odds? You know what I'm saying? I guess it does go back to fear. Like, are you going to let that hold you back or are you just going to take it and run? Yeah, you gotta you gotta go. You gotta buy the movie ticket, bro. It could be Star Wars or it could be The Godfather. You never know. <laughs> it could be The Godfather. It could be Uncut Gems, bro. You never know. <laughs> Dude, Uncut Gems, bro. <laughs> that was the last movie I saw before the quarantine. Same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was good enough, bro. I don't know if that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, and then. Our cousin was with us, and, like, if you haven't seen Uncut Gems, like, <laughs> they're playing the the Kevin Garnett with the, with the Celtics. And my boy was like, are they going to win? <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. It's so crazy that that movie, I thought it was going to be so good. Like, how much of that is marketing, right? Like, we were convinced, I was like, oh, dude, this movie's going to be the best, bro. Adam Sandler's about to kill it. Bro, you know, 
all these people out here tell you, you know, it's the classic kind of sayings, you know what I'm saying? Like, never judge a book by its cover. You know, sometimes a movie trailer could be really bad, but the movie's really good. And sometimes the trailer is really good, but the movie is really kind of bad. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Instagram, bro. You're scrolling. You're like, oh, she fine. She fine. She fine. And then you meet her and you're like, oh. Oh, she piece of shit, bro. (laughs) Oh, she got bad pants. (laughs) (laughs) I, I like how people are like, oh, she doesn't really look like that in person. Oh, who cares? Bro? Is she good people or is she not good people? Yeah, man. Like, that, that's what it comes down to, man. She's good people, then cool. If she's not, you got you to gotta cut it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pe- I like when people say, uh, oh, I don't got time for more friends. Really? You're a lot of fun, aren't you, guy? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, what is what that saying? <laughs> What do you mean you don't got time for more friends, bro? I got time for whoever, bro. I don't know. Like, I didn't, I, like I'm just like, I'm cutting it off, bro. Me, Matthias, Philip, or boys. That's all I need. <laughs> me, and, me and my three goons, man, for life, you know? <laughs> that's crazy. Like, that's stupid. Like, you got you to gotta expand your horizons as cheesy as it sounds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, it just goes – everything we said is honestly tied together. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I mean, you could, you could literally tie what we're talking about into anything, bro. Mm-hmm. You could be on that – that laundry detergent kind of body wash your whole life, and then one day you decide to try Duke Cannon, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, bro. <laughs> and you're into the new world of soft skin and good smell. Is there anything better than a good smell, though, honestly, dude? Like, it, like that's the foundation of taste. Yeah, like... And there's nothing worse than a, bur- a bad smell. <laughs> Yeah, like, smell is where it's at. If you smell good, you looking good, you feeling good, like, you're ready to do anything. Just true, true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you wake up in the morning, you take a shower. That is, that, like, that gets your bases covered, you know what I'm saying? You're smelling good, you step out the shower, you get that cool breeze, that cool rush. You're feeling good. In your mind, you're looking good. You're ready to take on the world, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know why people it, don't respect cologne, man. <laughs> no, yeah, it's all about the fragrance. Fragrance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I give you a hug. You sell ocean breeze, baby. Ocean breeze. <laughs> yeah. Think about you know, that when we when we tucking you in for the scheme, bro. <laughs> <laughs> for all our lady lady listeners out there, no lady and male and trans bro all of them bro we don't discriminate at the scheme (laughs) okay the scheme does not discriminate for all you beautiful people out there chulos chulitas todos (laughs) y todo way yeah (laughs) you're whoever you're with or whoever you want to be with whatever whoever you're looking at as another person if they take pride in smelling good you know they got it you know what i'm saying and that's how we're gonna end it tonight smell good <laughs> feel good look good the look real good. scheme is that these masks out there are trying to take away from how fly i smelled before the covid <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm just kidding wear your mask bro straight up stay 
It's fresh. Stay smelling good. We out. Me and Manny G.